0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Lucy Salguero from Tanning Lux in Fresno, California. She has shares a great story, a lot of great information. She really talks about her passion and love for the business, for the industry, and for everything there is about sunless tanning. Uh, lots of ups and downs in her career of over 10 years in the industry, but she truly had something game-changing happen in the last couple of years that has changed the path and trajectory of her business. Her and I actually connected back in 2011 when I worked at Shirley Sunless. Fun story in there as well. You'll take a lot away from this interview. She shares a ton of great tips and input into helping you get your business on the right track, making sure you're starting with the right mindset and staying on track throughout that journey and enjoying that journey along the way. So thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And as always, the Happy Tense Podcast is sponsored by two things. First off, the website builder, the first and only website builder dedicated to the sunless tanning industry that will help you get your website up and running in no time. In addition, we integrate with any and all scheduling systems and also help you get found online. So if somebody goes to Google and types in spray tanning in your city, guess what? We'll help you get found there. It is the only system that can say that. We're the only ones that do that for you. It's built in. With my background, I was able to help people do that. People are still getting tons of business from that. It's a great way to grow your business. Come check us out at happytans.com. Just click on create your website. If you have any questions, you can always ask me, grant at happytans.com. More than happy to help, no pun intended. In addition, the podcast is sponsored by Sunless Evo my newest venture with the world famous spray tan artist, Jimmy Coco, an interactive training community that helps you take your business and your craft to the next level. We have monthly coaching calls. We have guest interviews. We have resources, trainings, and much, much more, including exclusive discounts from some of our partner companies that we like to partner up with. Come check us out at sunless evo, sunless, We would love to have you as part of our Sunless family. And thank you again for joining us on today's episode. Enjoy the podcast. Happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Lucy Salguero from Tanning Lux in Fresno, California. How are you doing today, Lucy?
0: Hi, Grant. Thank you. I'm doing good.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. I almost said Lux tanning. I don't know why that was coming (laughs) to me like that, but tanning Lux, I want to get that right. (laughs) <laughs> TanningLux.com over in beautiful Fresno, California. We were just talking about uh, Fresno, and you said it's a nice, diverse little city there, so that's very cool. But uh, anyway, let me open up the floor for a minute, Lucy. I want you to introduce yourself to all the listeners, tell them about you, how long you've been in business, and anything else you want to share.
0: Hi, yes. Thank you, Grant. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored, so excited to be here. I started my mobile spray tanning business back in 2008, but officially went live and started taking clients in January 1st of 2009. I remember waiting for January 1st because I have this thing where I always write my goals down at the end of the year, every New Year's Eve. And I kept saying, I have to practice, I have to train, I have to learn, I have to try out every solution I possibly can, purchase my right equipment. And I did all of this in 2008. And even thinking of my name, Tanning Luck, um was a big deal for me so I really took it seriously and um decided on that name I absolutely love it I think it fits me well yeah. um and so and the reason I started with mobile spray tanning I was at the time still in college and I had a fun babysitting job I absolutely loved and I wanted to continue doing that but I still wanted something more so as many of us um when day I was just watching I think it was Keeping Up with the Kardashians and I saw the infamous episode with Miss Fabiola Trujillo which I absolutely love and was inspired and I decided that I could do that Fresno needs this (laughs) and that's where I went I immediately got on my laptop started researching and things were a lot different back then than they are now so difficult to find information or brands and the machine I purchased—I don't know if you're familiar with the Iwata machine, the yeah. airbrush, airbrush gun. Yeah, of course. That's what I was sold. That's what I purchased, and it <laughs> would take me thirty to forty-five minutes to spray tan a soul. <laughs> it was yes. The longest time. <laughs> um, and it was very difficult for me to grow a business that way because who wants to do a spray tan? In, you know, almost close to an hour. It was very hard. <laughs> um, so that's how I started. But I think that because of that. I learned that airbrush technique. So now even though I've been using a HVLP spray gun, I still have a lot of the tendencies to do like a brush stroke or I don't just spray vertically or horizontally.
2: Mm-hmm. I tend to
0: go with the body, the flow of the body. So it's just my technique that I've developed. I think because of that. Yeah. Um, and I finally went and that's where I think I've, heard from you and I would constant I think you sold me my machine at Soli in 2000 I want to say it's 2011 yeah that's
2: I mean, when I started there yeah
0: yeah and so I have the rolling case do you remember that machine yeah,
1: yeah. of course yeah. I, the mobile I think vest. I'm the only yeah. one
0: the mobile vest, I really think I'm the only one that has but I love that machine it's still going strong and it's what yeah. the T mobile T100 that's yeah. inside that case yeah I love my spray gun I still use the same plastic gun um, and that's how I've been doing my mobile business so many years until finally last year of in two thousand eighteen, I coincidentally and accidentally, um had the opportunity to lease a room inside a suite. They're kinda of popular throughout the country, um, solar salons. So yeah, I'm in and there and it wasn't expected, it wasn't planned, and I ended up getting my room and I gave myself two weeks to decorate and purchase my equipment and bring everything in. And so now I'm juggling both. I do mobile spray tanning and I'm at studio by appointment only. And I, that's pretty much it. Yeah,
1: that is awesome. And I want people to kind of take a second to reflect or think about that. You know, you're, you're talking about, all this research in 2008 and then we're talking about starting in 2009 and we're saying it's 2019 now. So over Mm -hmm. 10 years of work goes into this and, you know, nine years to open the, or to get the physical location that just, you said you kind of stumbled upon, but I'm sure it's been, uh, you know, a blessing. We'll get into that a little bit later, but that's a really, really cool story. And that, you know, an interesting time. I actually finished college in 2008 as well. um, Mm -hmm. And that's a, you know, the downtime of the economy, right? yeah
0: right so we got to see a lot of change we got to see from a different world in 2007 Mm -hmm. 2008 and you know having the mentality oh like this is still existing and then seeing that it was the opposite especially coming in 2009 houses were dropping and people weren't shopping or spending as much or
2: you know
0: investing in other things and so it it was a difficult time to to start the business but I did it anyways I don't know I have this immense um just love for the things that I do. And I think a lot of, I don't want to say discipline, but it does kind of fall into that, just strength and courage and excitement. And how can I make this better? How can I perfect it? So that's one of the things I think has it's helped me throughout the years. It takes a long time to establish something. Mm
2: -hmm. It's
0: not going to be overnight. It takes a long time to perfect your craft, your technique, to know how the solutions react on every single kind of skin tone. And not just the skin tone, the undertone, and not just the undertone, skin issues, if they have drier skin, if they have, uh, they're hydrated, something like not having enough water in their system can affect the way a spray tan develops and how it fades. And so I um, ended up graduating in 2012 with a degree in psychology. And I started using a lot of my what I learned, like the way we test and do the case studies and I brought that into my spray tanning business. So I would get one solution and like write notes down and jot it down. Like if it was the case study. Mm-hmm. And I would do that with different undertones and different, um, even on myself, um, the way I would see the same solution in one base color. I would spray tan, for example, one of my legs and I would do the same with the same brand, but a different base color and do that with the other side of my leg and see the difference in the development and the faith. So that helped me and I did that on my husband as well. I'm so (laughs) thankful for him. I always say this (laughs) is a family business because over the years I've grown. I graduated, we purchased our home, we got married, we had kids, I spray tanned during my pregnancy um, and I have my kids very much involved now where they know, okay, And they asked me, mommy, how many springtime clients do you have? And what were their names? And do they have any
2: kids? (laughs) I
0: let them know because I want them to develop good work ethic without me telling them that that's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, that's. That's awesome. You just shared a lot of, uh, of great information. I think it starts with the, you know, the discipline I would, you know, almost in, I would add word to that, the tenacity and the, uh, yeah, the, the passion and like you said, love and passion, you know, for the, for what you're doing and, and that's necessary if you want to establish a successful business. I think everybody, if you look at it deep down, has that if, if they have a successful right. business, you have to really love what you're doing. I think you can, right. You hear that from anyone, even I've heard that in multiple Steve Jobs interviews, you know, somebody about built the most iconic brand probably of all times is like the passion and love and all the little things. And that's really cool. You, you know, the testing and stuff you took from your psychology background to do that. I've never had somebody share that. Obviously a lot of people I think do the <laughs> testing, but just how you kind of came to think like, how does this work? And again, it goes back to, uh, or, or to touch on the topic of, you know, no overnight success. I think it's easy to mm-hmm. get caught up in a lot of these forums and stuff and see people's success and, right. and get your equipment and take a training and think, cool, I'm going to do this. And, you know, you just kind of like, <laughs> there's so much more to it than that. There's the understanding all yeah, these, understanding all these things about the products and the reactions with the skin. And in addition to that, guess what? You also have to find a way to bring clients in the door, right? Mm-hmm. So there's so many different facets to it. Um, and Lucy, right. before we dive deeper on any of those topics, um, and before I forget, I want to mention that's really cool about the family business and having your, your, your husband involved, obviously in your kids. And, you know, I've, you know, we have a little one now and I fully mm-hmm. plan for her to be involved in that. I want the, I want the business to fit into our lives and not us to mm-hmm. fit around the business. I think that's so important for a work-life balance and to be happy. Right. Uh, for sure. But I want to touch on a couple of times in your career. And specifically, I like to touch on this to kind of frame the entrepreneurial and and owning your own business, the whole scope of that. I want to touch on the highs and lows in business. I think you've you've been there uh, as well. So first, I want to touch on the lowest point or the worst point, I guess, so far in your business. And then the flip side of that, the best side. Do you have a story for both the best and the the worst?
0: Okay, go ahead. I do. I think that in the beginning, when you start your business, you're so excited and you're full of ideas and you're waiting to tell all of your friends and family and share. And then once you're, you're doing it, sometimes you don't get the response that you thought you would get. And I think that it's important to not get, even though this is, I've always done my business with my heart and what I think people want to hear and want to see, Um, I think it's important not to get so emotionally attached with the result. And I think I wasn't doing that in the beginning. And it shows. In the first seven years, I struggled with my business and growing it. And I think that one of the few things that I did to switch it, which kind of leads into the higher points of my business, was my mindset. I started, um, I think in the beginning, I did things even Um, more strategic, more on a business level, more I have to do this and that and be specific and strategic and almost more serious. And it wasn't working out because it's not true exactly to how I really am. I'm more playful and I, I love giving the best customer service and I am very accommodating. I took clients on off hours early in the morning, late at night, and just took really good care of them and it showed they appreciated that and, and that wasn't the issue for me it was more of like oh but I have to hit these numbers and I have to do that and it was a struggle and discouraging and very emotional
2: mm-hmm. I think
0: a lot of us can go through those feelings and just you know if we don't have the right mindset it's kind of like being fit we're not working out it's not we can only get so far so then in the last four or five years I started Going back to some of my roots, which was, again, reading a lot, listening to other people that um, have grown their business and what they've done. And I started seeing a lot of common themes and having a more positive outlook, being more um, almost educated and trying to educate your client on the process. They started doing little things like this. So, for example, now when I have a client that comes in that's never spray tanned, I ask them... Um, they have any questions for me. And if they don't, usually they, you know, they, they, if they don't have ever had, um, had a speech and they, they really don't know what to ask. So I've taken it upon myself to say, okay, if I was this client, what would I do? And especially if I don't know what to ask, how does that make me feel? So I try to like smile and try to make them feel comfortable immediately and just say, it's okay. Let me just go a little bit over. Like, I see that you're this tone or I see that you tan, can do tan easily. Do you bring some just ask a certain questions. Um, and then I get them to kind of smile. You can see them relax. And then I explain, okay, first of all, I'm going to start off with the primer and the prepping spray. And this is why, this is what this does. It's going to help your skin nourish, absorb the spray tan better. And so everything that I'm doing, I'm explaining to them as the process goes. And I think that has helped tremendously, even to where, why I have point out their knees. So it bends and stretches out their knee or their elbow. That way they don't have any, um, or like lines or any issues down the road or your hands and your feet and people appreciate feeling acknowledged and having, you know, these things explained. Um, And so I just started doing little things like that and applying it more, asking for feedback was another one. I would always say, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Go ahead and tell me, what did you like about the solution, What did you like about the springtime? What did you like about the experience? And hearing that back, I think people appreciate that and they see where you're coming from and they want to see you succeed. They want to help you and they end up being your loyal clients. I've had a lot of my clients that are still with me today that I started early in the beginning, 10 years ago, and to me, that is the biggest compliment and that loyalty, that relationship, that culture that we've built, I treasure it and I treasure them and I'm always grateful. I'm so grateful every single time I get a new client and a new appointment coming through. I do. Like a little happy death and people that know me know that's very true. Um, And it shows. And um, So I think the lowest point would have to be that just wanting to know, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not getting referred? What what can I do to improve and not knowing? And it was a very lonely place back then when I didn't have a lot of groups or anyone to talk to, even here in my town, people are, you know, they're just not willing to share this kind of information as easily. Um, So having to learn things on my own and taking notes and writing down was definitely difficult. And um, even honestly, I think in 2016 came a point where I had even gotten super close to closing down my space hiring business.
2: Mm. After
0: so many years, it had finally started to wear on me. And it's very true for me that when they say, just when you're going to give up, that something happens. and That's exactly what happened to me. I was reached by um, several different people like Wedding Wire, Beauty Advisor, um, even other solution companies. And I started, that's where I first learned about Rapid Tense. Mm -hmm. Rapid Tense, I want to say, really changed my business. And I started seeing more people referring me from just changing to a rapid solution. And um, my highest point, even I've got even though I've gotten so many people contacting me and always complimenting me or um, sharing me away, which referrals really are the best form of flattery. I, um Just this year, I was contacted by one of the producers for a reality TV show, um, Paradise Hotel aired this year. And I drove to LA and I spray tan some of the cast members and some of the producers. To me, that was kind of a big deal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it was
0: a great opportunity. And of course, getting my studio and seeing just the momentum that I've been creating and still juggling family, mobile and studio appointments (laughs) has been a true blessing.
1: Yeah. That's a, yeah, that, that's, I I loved all of what you said. I love the story. You, I, you know, I felt like I was really there with you and and going through that process of, of that and the ups and downs and it's crazy. And I like to frame it all because it's so true with, with anybody that's been in business can relate. It's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. There are some rainy days. There's some times where you're probably questioning what you're doing and things like that. But uh mindset obviously is something that we always focus on or I always talk about uh, we had a couple of guests that came on Sunless Evo the other day that talked about that as well. That's the first thing she talks about is mindset because it's mm-hmm. so true that that frames everything that sets you up for success or failure. And really in talking to somebody that's starting out, you can really get an idea for where they are based on their mindset and what they, you know, the, the hard work they want to put in. And part of the reason that we started the Happy Tense podcast so it was to kind of say, hey, look this isn't an overnight success. It takes years. Lucy's been doing this for 10 years. You've listened to all the episodes. You know, there's people that have been doing it for 15 years. It's like, it takes a while. Um, And, you know, education, we preach that all the time in Sunless Evo. I I don't mean to keep bringing that up, but it's true. It's like educate the clients because people don't know and people that don't know are looking to understand. Maybe they want to know what it's like, but nobody's educating them on the process. And you look at people that are growing their brands or growing the social media following and how are they doing it? Probably through education. It sounds like you're doing that the same way and taking yourself a step back and saying, if I'm a new client, I've never done this. What would help me? What would make me comfortable? Yes. I want to understand everything that's about to happen. Right. Right. It's
0: like, it's right. like when
1: you go to the doctor, you're nervous because you're not sure what right. they're going to do. But if you go in and they're like, hey, look, Grant, this is what we're going to do. X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. Let's right. do a doc. You know, so it's so much easier that way. So um the-
0: So true, especially because they're in such an intimate, compromising position. So it takes a huge edge off of that. Just let them know like it's okay and this is what happens. And you can see their arms relax. It's such a good feeling for me.
1: Yeah, for sure, and I think we mentioned that on Sunless Evo as well. A couple of people did maybe the the whole welcome videos for people that are new clients, getting a video from you, maybe even before they come, just a quick video. Hey, look, this is Grant from such and such. This is what to expect. Kind of go through the process, or even hey, go to our website, check out this page where we welcome our new clients. Here's the process. Here's what to expect. ABC or one, two, three, whatever that is. So those little things can mean a lot to your clients because, like you said, it's a very vulnerable and intimate uh, situation and scenario. So. That definitely right. means a lot. And, and also something, you know, we always kind of preach is about, you know, customer lifetime value. How much is a client worth to you over time? Obviously it, they're not just numbers, right? They become people, right. friends, whatever, probably really good friends. People are in people's weddings and things like that, but you still, it's a business, right? So the customer that's been with you for 10 years, can you imagine how much they brought to your business? And that's right. why you're so grateful and thankful, which is, which is also something I want to touch on the fact that you're coming from such a place of care and grateful and love. And, and just like, it's, it's not like a money hungry thing. It's a real passion thing. It's a real, I want to take care. Of you. You're doing a dance when you get new clients. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I think I need to, you know, implement that into my uh, everyday routine so my wife will think I'm even crazier than she already No, <laughs> and get
2: them involved. My kids and my husband jump on board. Or
0: okay. A review, especially okay. a review when they leave what they, Feel and you see it on paper or on your screen. Oh, that's a bigger happy day. Yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> we're going to implement these happy days. It goes with happy. Day, <laughs> it does. <laughs> a
0: happy ten <chance> dance. <laughs> we
1: we'll have a different dance for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Lucy, that that's a great story. I really liked. You know, there's there's so much there just so far in this interview from all that that that's happened and the ups and downs. The economy was down. The the changes in your life though, seeing Fabiola on TV. Now you're now you're being asked to be on TV. By the way, how did that, do you know how that happened? How they found you? Do you mind sharing that?
0: No, absolutely. Um, well, going back to Fabiola, I was so, that was another high point of my life when I learned about the ASTP Summer Summit. I encourage mm-hmm. everyone to attend, just like everyone should be on Sunless Evo or listen to um, Kelly on Beauty Business Babes. These are great platforms. Um, I always recommend even the Happy Times podcasts. It's just you get so inspired and in good information that you never would have thought of. Whatever can get you to do things and to better yourself and better your business, right? So when I met Fabiola, that was such a high, like, fan moment for me. I, yeah. I loved her. She is amazing. She is such a sweet person. Um, another person that's been super influential in my life is Jen Diaz. And, I know you had her on here, and we all think of her as our fairy godmother for the spray tanning community. Yeah. Um, she's always so supportive and encouraging. And um, I attended the Wulu event, um, the Wake Up to Level Up through Kelly and learned so many things and epiphanies. For example, one of um, a statistic I like to share was that the heart beats or it releases 5,000 times more electrical charge than the brain does. So going wow. back to my shift, that to me was huge. I understood why I wasn't growing my business in the first six, seven years of my life versus the last. And it was because I started doing things from the heart. I started branding myself differently and I started owning my business because sometimes I think that we're afraid and we, have, um, we're, we, we can be a little bit ashamed or intimidated with our thoughts and how are people going to respond to this marketing strategy? Or if I put myself out there on live um, Instagram lives or stories and we hold ourselves back. At the end of the day they could just flip through it. it's not a big deal. they could just scroll or it gets deleted within a day. But what I have found is that a lot of the times people remember, "Oh, I need book a book of spray tan," and they go and I just start seeing the bookings come through on my website. Mm-hmm. So it's little baby steps and it could be a, some, something simple as a picture or a little bit of you know explaining prep instructions or anything. People want to know what they don't know and if you're teaching them something it seems more um, they connect with you and it's better than them feeling like you're selling them something so um I think that is huge but yeah when I was approached I, it was through uh, an email and, and um a direct I got both an email and a direct message on Instagram and they said that they had been looking at me one of the producers had been seeing my Instagram pictures and um, they liked the way I, uh, throughout, I post how I contour as a faith. That's kind of what's made me popular over the years. And um, they wanted to know if I'd be willing to drive out, if it was worth it for me. And they gave me um, some information. And I said, yes, I blocked that day. And it was kind of a quick turnaround. And I headed out. And it was one of the best experiences for me to see the back end and how everyone can't really see each other and you're escorted and everyone is um on you know clipboards and it was it's very neat for me to see but yeah that's how it happened and just having a realistic approachable relatable instagram feed Mm -hmm. um i want to grow it and i would love to have it set up differently but for now it's working for me it matches with my branding with my colors it's cohesive if i go to a major event or anywhere where I know I'm going to see a lot of people I try to stick to wearing the colors that I have in my branding which are the mauves the blushes the creams the whites even a black Um, it just I'm representing myself no matter if I'm going to the grocery store dropping off the kids school or going to an appointment (laughs) or a conference it's cohesive branding and I think that also has I've seen a difference in that and people always recognize that or like oh look I saw this I thought you would like it and it's just, that's the point in marketing, right. To stay in people's brain and in, the, in their mind. And so,
2: yep.
0: um, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to, um, and you shared a, a lot of great information there. I, I was curious about the, you know, the, them reaching out to you to come to LA to be on set, obviously, cause you're a couple, you're a little drive from there. I think, I don't know how far it yeah. is exactly, but
0: <laughs> it was a three hour drive, okay. no traffic, yeah. Um, That's kind of nice.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think on when I had my and I think I'm on there still. On Wedding Wire I had said I had one of my um the SEO was all of California and that I would travel. So I think it stayed. So when they reached out to me they were like, Are you still interested and are you still willing to do this? And I said, Yes, because to me it's an opportunity and I I will take it. <laughs> yeah absolutely. And it was so fun. I love the cast members. It was so sweet and I love to see them on T V. It was an a, again, a really interesting experience to see how they were and how they were, you know, off camera versus on camera.
1: Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's a really cool experience. And thanks for sharing (laughs) the other, you know, information. Obviously, Fabiola and Jen have been uh, grateful enough to have spoken to them and interviewed them and their their stories were shared on the podcast. There were early episodes, and I'm probably going to get the numbers wrong, but they were around 10 and 16, somewhere around there. I think those are wrong, but it's somewhere around there. We'll, we'll link to those below, but <laughs> great interviews. They both have been in the industry for a long, long time and are, are wonderful individuals and, and hugely supportive of the entire spray tank community. So uh, shout out to both of them as well. Um, yeah, well, Lucy, this has been great so far. Uh, I'm going to go back to a couple of things. This is going to go back to your early days, probably January of 2009. Do you remember how you got your first paying customer?
0: I did. So going back to me babysitting at the time, I told um, my boss, which she's been another very fond mother in my life, and her kids are still my kids. I told her I wanted a sweet tan, and if, eventually when I got the courage, I could practice on her, and then she was my very first space, uh, paying customer, and I did get a lot of referrals from her. Um, yeah. So yeah, I remember. And When I got my first paying customer at my studio, um, one of the dollar bills that they paid me with, I saved, I thought that I always wanted to do that. Yeah. So it's in there and he knows, he knows it's there.
1: Yeah. Just like the restaurants. I see that, a lot of restaurants. He is. He is. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a thank you to the people that, you know, obviously, uh, support and build your business for you. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. So as your business has grown and changed and you've gone now from, just doing it by yourself, now you have a family, kids, husband, a house, you know, mobile only. Now you have a physical location. So what, you know, what changes have you made on a daily, weekly, monthly basis for your business to help free up some time, I guess would be the best way to put it. Cause I can't imagine uh, that's, that's you know, really time is probably the biggest issue as it is for most people.
0: Absolutely. I think that one of the struggles I had was finding a booking system and getting my website going and for me back then when I was still growing the business and trying to see okay can I afford can I delegate what can I do um that was the struggle how much money should I invest and but I don't have the money to put there having to balance things out I couldn't have done um Anything and, or I wasn't, I had to stay and message everyone to book the appointment and follow up. I always follow up and I still follow up, um, new clients. And even if I switch solutions on even older clients, I want to make sure that what I want to know what, how they feel about it.
2: Mm -hmm. So,
0: um, I keep doing that. And, um, I have always wanted to be very involved in my business. So I wanted to know and learn about FDEs and web designing and even becoming a photographer because I want to take my pictures. I want to show my vision and edit them, but not edit them so much. And I am, you know, the face of my brand and I do have to do that, the bookkeeping and the housekeeping and <laughs> so doing a lot of that can be very overwhelming. And you know, the list goes on and on customer service, tech and as marketing strategist. And it's fun, but it could be overwhelming. Um, So, I think that I take the time on a weekly basis to write down, okay, like this week I want to post these many pictures on social media, and these are the topics I want to hit, like on content. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's sharing a tip, sometimes it's just giving a tease of something, of a product, or sometimes it's selling a new product, but I leave those to like very small amounts. Um, I got the booking system and I use Square. Um, because it's just myself and it is for free and I find it to be very easy to use. I write certain things under notes, so all I, all I have to do is copy-paste and um, I always send them prep instructions through there and the waiver when they come in. Um, and then being involved with the web designing of my web, uh, my website is has been very fun,
2: mm-hmm. but has
0: also given me a lot of headaches. <laughs> so we're so <laughs> thankful for you that you do this. <laughs> um it's just what you don't know sometimes it is easier for you to go out and get the help and invest it because it's going to be more worth it it's going to be your time and you're still involved and you can still edit and you can still um change things as you evolve because yeah. you do you always end up evolving you don't yeah. stay certain things will stay the same but certain things will start just slightly growing
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so that was by far i saw a huge change when i finally got my website going, which. Again, going back to Sunless Evil, thanks to you, saying, who doesn't have the website? And I was one of them. And I said, that's it. I'm doing it this week. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I had to sit and, and do it. Um, but no, I, I, it's so important to have a website and have a booking system because people don't want to book you because um, if you're doing it through text messaging, they they don't feel confident and sometimes people remember if they're like me, they remember at midnight when the house is quiet and that's when they want to go on their phone and, and, and book. So that made it a lot easier. And then I just love waking up and seeing my booking systems. And For me, because I am mobile and studio appointments, they have to wait for me to confirm their appointment Mm -hmm. because I have to make sure I have enough time that I'm blocking. So yeah, that's it. It works.
1: Yeah. That definitely works. I like. I mean, you you said a couple really good things there, as you have throughout the entire interview. That this uh, scheduling system is one of the first things I recommend for people to implement for a couple of reasons. One, for some kind of uh, some kind of barrier between you and your clients, so that it's. I mean, obviously you want to be friends with these people, but it's still business. You want to make sure there's some kind of uh-huh. respect for your time, right? You don't want text messages at midnight, like you said. Secondly, people want to be able to book when they can, and you're not the first person to mention that hey, people are scheduling when they have downtime. Maybe it's 4 a.m. when they wake up for whatever reason or midnight before they go to bed you know, and they have some quiet time. So you've, you know, you're not the first person to say that. So obviously That's people right. are doing that. So if you don't have a scheduling system, you could be missing out because if they don't want to text you at 12 a.m., they might not want to email. They might forget and never come book with you, right? So that just helps it's worth the money, the investment, whatever it costs, you right. know, 25, 35 bucks a month or something like that. And, uh, you know, the website and all that's important as well. And there's, there's a couple ways to look at it. You obviously lose here, one that wants to have your hands on and be involved in a lot of it. Some people might not want to do that, but the good thing is you can hire professionals to do it for you and you can still have your hand in it, but l- allow right. them to kind of, be the one that that puts it together but you can be the kind of the maestro that says hey this is how I want it to look and feel and all that fun stuff so there's there's a good mix and there's definitely people you can hire to do specific things if you don't want to spend your time doing that right yeah I agree and obviously writing the uh, schedule down is is hugely important Uh, having a schedule for that is is important especially as you want to everything to come together and your business to grow
0: Yes, even your goals, even if you want to say, okay, this, I, I want to hit this number, whether it's through sales or appointments that you want to create um, or a promotion, it's important for you to write it down because if you write it down, you are 42% more likely to succeed and yeah. complete it. Yeah. So it's, it's important to write things down. I'm a firm yeah. believer in writing everything down and writing your goals down.
1: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And yeah. vision boards, writing stuff down, yeah. all that's.
0: Oh my gosh, going cool. off on a tangent here, can I tell you that I had, I hosted a vision board party. Yes. A couple of weeks that's ago. Awesome. It was so amazing. I got all the statistics and again on why they work. And it's because basically your left side of your brain and your right side of your brain connect and they release this fluid throughout your entire brain. And they're like, oh, this person really wants this. So what happens is that they start your brain starts thinking of opportunity on how to make things happen, where you wouldn't have seen it even if you just had the thought. Yeah. So yeah. just the power of writing things down, right?
1: Yeah, I love that. I need to host one of those parties.
0: They're so fun.
1: That's cool. Please do. We <laughs> should do one. Some we should do yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Let's do that. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, it's definitely important. Uh, it's one of those things that I've done. Probably don't do it enough uh, almost, you know, just one of those things that you kind of get lost, but you know, it's something I'll add back into my morning routine for sure. Along with the visualization and all that, it's important to have. Oh yeah. So many things to do and, and you know, there's so many things to do uh, for sure, but having your goals written down, having a schedule written down, all that helps to free up time so that your mind isn't subconsciously thinking about, Oh, I need to do all these other things. You just, you know, write them down. They're there. You'll remember that they're there. So. Mm -hmm. Really cool. So uh, Lucy, if you had to pinpoint one thing that has helped you to get to where you are, like the n- the number one thing that's helped your business grow to where it is today, what would you say that one thing is?
0: Um, I think uh, it's that's a tough question because I think it's so much. Um, Since the very beginning, I wanted to have a brand. I knew I didn't know how or what that meant, but I looked at big companies, and they have, you know, the same color and their logo throughout. So for me, it was as little as having my business cards, I went and got a stationary company here, locally, to do to create a beautiful business card. And this was again, 10, 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wrote some of the prep instructions on the back. So my business cards have always had the prep instructions in the back. That way, if they pass it on, they already know that they have to prepare before booking their appointment. And even if that prompts them to ask me questions, it's something. Um, networking is important. I think, again, being sure I'm really an introvert person. I, I'm a social introvert. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. i um,
1: introvert too. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so going out and network was the hardest thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I... Learned really quick that I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So even if you're wanting to do something and it scares you, one, it's a good thing, and do it. And one of the things that I'm kind of known for with my friends and family is tremble but do it anyways.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: hold back. And when you have something holding you back, like a negative thought or um, it just physically, you know, your stomach hurting, replace it with a positive thought. Change your your thought like don't allow yourself to go down that road like just Mm -hmm. replace it and move forward and and you start seeing like i said more opportunities when you start believing and one of the things um was owning my business like saying i am a spray tanning artist this is the art and science of spray tanning Mm -hmm. and i firmly believe that it is the art and science um you have to know the technique but you also have to know the science behind the solutions and all of that. And skin, mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier. Um, so being proud of what you do, being proud of what you are doing, like you are potentially changing the lives. of So many people, when they come in, you are a little mini therapist at the same time. The next, the next 15, 20 minutes that they're with you can be life-changing. And we hear this even on some of those people, somebody shared something so close to that. Um, sometimes I've gotten so used to or so good at picking up on energy i didn't even know you could develop this yeah but i firmly believe that clients don't just come in because they want like the aesthetics of it like they just don't want to be tanned and it's not like a superficial kind of thing Like they come in because of the feeling and people will pay for that feeling spray tanning when they come in and get a spray tan they feel like a more confident a better version of themselves and more secure in their own skin, and they appreciate that. Um, so I think it's realizing all of these little things made me more proud of what I do and got much more excited, and, um, and I'll constantly evolve. Just learn, grow. Um, you're evolving every day every week and apply things. And if something like I mentioned earlier, if something doesn't work out, I stopped being emotionally attached. I learned, okay, how, what didn't work out from here, but what did and make that better and change it and continue to, um, just work in your business as much as you do on your business.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of good stuff for sure. I think that, uh, I mean the finishing point for sure, and the always evolving and educating and growing is is important. If you're not growing, you're obviously going backwards, which is which is no good. We're humans; we're meant to evolve and learn and and grow, so that's great. And education is huge in any industry, especially this one. And uh, that's that's a lot of good information. I think that your passion and desire, you know, your desire and passion for the business and for your clients has, I would say, it's. Probably been instrumental in your success and your how your business has grown, just because the people can feel that you actually care about them. They're not just a number, so to speak. So that's really something that I would uh, compliment you about as well uh yeah and so earlier you uh, i like to talk on a little more technical about the spray tanning you know equipment and solution you mentioned your equipment earlier so you said mm-hmm. that you went from iwata to apollo that the old mobile mm-hmm. mist that you're still using i guess i helped sell that to you at sholey so <laughs> you're welcome for that I,
2: please bring I, it I, back
1: yeah uh, i know that. i don't know why they got rid of those actually when you said that mm-hmm. i kind of figured because not many people bought them you know obviously so i right. actually remember that which is funny that was eight years ago so we go way back lucy i know we do so. i
0: know <laughs> i would always call wait so how do i switch on this person or this client or this? <laughs> so just the light okay i'll use the light and i had no idea
1: what that's funny what uh so what what type of solution do you use? do you usually
0: um i don't i moved on so shortly after perfect glow i reached out to me and i love susan she was again such a huge part in my growth mm-hmm. um, and, and helping me even on off hours. I, I adore her. Um and I use um black magic. Yeah. And I recently started using Obsidian.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and I just kind of use a little bit of a different oh and stillness beauty. Um which I don't think that many people have talked about it on here. She's in LA as well. Yeah. Um And I can't wait for Jimmy Coco.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Try his products for sure. Yeah. Yeah, They'll be, by the time this interview is out, they will be, I mean, another pre-sale right now, but for the next day. So they'll be out for sure. Yeah. There's, and that's one thing with products. And, you know, I I was just telling somebody this on the previous interviews, like I I wrote an article about the quote unquote best product. There's so many factors that come into it. There's no best, right? Go do your research, find a product that works for you and your climate. That's important.
0: Oh, absolutely. Client, oh,
1: that's important.
0: <laughs> I cannot emphasize. Yeah. And, and that's what i did. I can't emphasize. And then even on listening to other people, like why does a certain brand work amazing to them and other people don't like it? And it's because of the climate and also the tap water, like where you shower affects your spray tan. And so can your diet. And and of course we know if you're on medication or um, certain things, but water intake hydration doesn't mean having dry skin. It's your water intake. And your climate can drastically mm-hmm. affect a spray town solution. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you always have to test and, and figure it out and ask for feedback and um, yeah. people people are very eager to help you and will be honest.
1: Yep. Yeah. Definitely. And- yeah, do some research. Call the companies. Find one that is, you know. Look at reviews. See what people say. Test them out. Honestly, it's the best way. You have to. I think you have to see it, as Lucy explained earlier. You really have to see it and see how they work. Test it on yourself, on your husband, your significant other, your kids, whoever you want to do. Right? Test it on people. <laughs> your
0: friends.
1: That's yeah. Friends, family. They're all there. Friends
2: for you. and family. Friends yes. Solutions
1: on, yeah. <laughs> for sure, uh, Lucy. This is a, a question, and you may have talked about this a little bit earlier. Did you go through any training or certification? before you started or when you started?
0: I'm like Jimmy Coco, the um, paper towels <laughs> the
2: certification. <laughs> okay, paper I towel certification. I, I
0: practiced that. on that. Eventually, when I went and purchased my equipment, I uh, went to Soli, and that was my first official spray tanning certification And ever since I've done um, I purchased the work with Fabiola and um, Perfect Glow, um, of course, Solacebo. Um, and just attended the classes at the ASTP where Marvell has done one and um, Prada's glow. So I yeah. just I love I love seeing how they spray tan and and learning new tips.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we talked about this little pre-roll before we started recording the whole education piece and that you're always learning and Liz that was on the previous episode was talking about how she's taking every single training because there's always something you can learn from it mm-hmm. you know it may be 99% review but that 1% may be game-changing for you you may find new methods or it may just increase your confidence in saying hey I am doing this right so lots to learn always be learning we preach that for sure so <laughs> Lucy can yeah. second that
0: absolutely
1: yeah for sure well, Lucy, before I end this with a final question, I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tense community for spending some time with us, for sharing your story, your insight, your information, your, and, and everything that you've shared. It's been a pleasure to, uh, to learn more about your, your business and your life and your story and to uh, take it back to the days in 2011 at Lee. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Yeah, and the last question I want to ask is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would
0: you say? Um, I think not to be afraid or ashamed of your creativity. Own it. Own yourself. Um, Don't be so hard on yourself. Enjoy the journey. I have loved looking back and seeing the numbers and seeing my appointments and my sales, whatever it is, and seeing my growth, it makes me so happy. You know, you do that. You do that with your family or or by yourself. It's Mm -hmm. your heart and soul, your mind in front of you. And don't rush things. Don't take things for granted. Never, ever, ever take your craft or your clients for granted. Appreciate every aspect of it. And when you're on low season, that's the time to be working on your business. Edit yeah. your website and get those reviews. Request for more. Create promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, clean out, declutter, bring in new things, um, and then that way you're ready for when your busy season picks up. Then you're mm-hmm. ready to go. And um, yeah, I think that's what it would be. Just owning it was a huge one for me. The moment I decided to say, "I am a spray tanning artist." And I will be a spray tanning expert. Something changed yeah. in 2017. And, and, I, and, and, I, and it showed It showed in the companies that started reaching out to me and the opportunities that started getting. Yeah. Um, I wasn't owning it. I would say, oh, I'm a spray tanning artist. And I was kind of a little ashamed and embarrassed. they like, oh my God, are people going to criticize me? What are they thinking? Yeah. You know, get outside of your head. Like, don't think of that. You're, yeah. you're an artist. You truly are an artist. I want to share something that the others sent out to me. Um, and it says something along the lines that like people that work with their hands are a craftsman, people that work with their hands and their soul and their heart are an artist. Yeah. And that was so beautiful. And it, it's a little bit longer, but I can't remember. It was just it meant so much to me.
1: Yeah, that is so true. And that's, that's really, that's a really good re- letter that you just wrote to yourself. I think that, you know, going back to the mindset, the mind is a powerful thing. You're telling yourself you're owning it. You're really like... Putting that out into the world, the whole you know the um, the whole thing about uh, you know kind of attracting that law of attraction thing and the secret. I think that's the name of the show right. in the book that they have. It. But it's right. all true. It all works. You know, just because you say it, obviously it's not going to happen. You follow it up with the actions, but putting it out right. there really helped. And uh, just owning all that is is very helpful for for anybody that's getting into the business. And it's a long journey. And and something else you said I really love is enjoy the journey. Look, a lot of people say. I want to do all this. And then when I get here, I am going to be happy. But what you realize is the progress to get there is what actually makes you happy. And that whole journey is what makes you happy. And if you're not happy along that journey, you're not going to be happy. Right. You get quote unquote there, whatever that is. So
0: right. very cool. So
1: yeah. Thank you so much, Lucy. I appreciate that. If anybody has questions or wants to follow you, what's the best way to, to reach out? Obviously, we'll tag you down below the tanning lux uh, in Fresno. But if anybody has any questions or wants to re- reach out, what's the best way?
0: Absolutely. I think Instagram direct message on Tanning Max is the easiest, but I'm very available. You have the option to email me and I will respond to that if best for anyone.
1: Awesome. Uh, Lucy, thank you again. It's been a pleasure to get to talk to you in, in more uh, detail. Thanks for sharing your story. We will definitely follow your journey. I'll follow you obviously in Sunless Evo and uh, we thank you again.
0: Thank you, Grant, so much. My pleasure.
2: Take care. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You too. bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.